Welcome, everyone, to the Gridiron Review Podcast. I'm Zach, that's Jack, and we are glad to have you all here and are excited to be a part of your NFL off-season coverage. In this episode, we will be breaking down every team's situation heading into their off-seasons. We will be discussing cap space, draft position, and number of picks, as well as positive, neutrals, and negatives in regards to positional groups. And lastly, we will discuss free agent fits and top prospect fits specifically in the first round for now. Uh, moving right along, the third pick will be the Houston Texans. Jack, take it away. I'm so glad I got the Houston Texans because this team is absolute garbage uh, for a team that has no one of real note on this team. They rank 15th in total cap space heading into this offseason, sitting at right around $20 million. We looked into it a little bit. It's going to guys like Deshaun Watson, who I believe Zach said has a $40 million cap hit. So, I mean, if you are able to dump Watson, you get some money back. But for the time being, you have to build an entire team with $20 million. Good luck to you all with Lovey Smith. The notes on their draft picks, they have an extra third and an extra sixth round pick. However, they do not have a fifth round pick. Their key free agents, um, the first one we want to bring up is David Johnson. And it's not that he's good, but you finally get rid of his contract. I mean, you really just traded arguably one of the best receivers for a bag of chips. So at least you get rid of the empty bag now. The real key free agent here is Justin Reed, the only real name that uh, still on this defense. And Tyrod, we noted as a key free agent because you're going to need a new backup quarterback. And the other key free agents I noted are starters, but are role players and backups on other teams. So no one good. Positive, we said quarterback, Deshaun Watson. If for some reason he decides to say, then you have arguably a top five quarterback in the league. But otherwise, Davis Mills, especially towards the end of the season, started to show a lot of promise. So I think that there's a lot to work with there. And that was the only positive of this team. Needs to be addressed. Literally everything on the defense. Even if you keep Justin Reed, everything on the defense. Needs to be addressed, running back. And then kind of second needs are receiver, tight end, and O-line. So, I mean, this team just, this is poor Lovey Smith. In terms of free agent fits, we believe that Brandon Cooks, and I think many others do believe that Cooks is a very underrated wide receiver in the league. A guy who's bounced around teams, probably been traded more than anyone else, can't keep consistent quarterback play, whether the quarterback isn't good or that he just keeps moving teams around. He continues to put up 1,000-yard seasons. And I think he's a guy that you can build around even though he's aging a little bit. You got a young guy that you took last year in Nico Collins, and you still have Chris Conley. Conley may take a backseat role depending on how Collins develops here, but I think that's two guys that could take on like the big man red zone targets. But in terms of free agent fits, we thought that Jamison Crowder could be a nice slot ride receiver to stick in here to give to Davis Mills. Another one would be the tight end position. They have Brevin Jordan, who I was a real big fan of last year. I thought he was a nice steal. But for not seeing him all that much this year, it's still an unknown as to how he's developing. So we thought maybe they take a shot on one of the tight ends from the draft class that everyone busted in, like an Njoku or an Ingram. Personally, I think that if you want to roll with a pass-first offense or someone that can kind of work with Jordan and develop him a little bit, it's probably more Njoku because Evan Ingram couldn't catch COVID if he tried. And defensively, 
I mean, take your pick of free agents. I, it's it's actually not that bad of a free agent class for defenders, but I think that they need a leader of the defense. And for me, Leighton Vander Esch is the name that stands out. He can be a leader on that defense. He'll run the, the Mike linebacker spot. A nice balance of uh, run defense to pass coverage. And I think he's one of the better blitzers from a linebacker position in the league. I mean, that's obviously a debatable thing, but personally coming out of college, I thought that was one of his strong suits, especially for a guy who played seven on seven. I think that's probably a huge skill that he learned there. And then in terms of draft fits, I mean, again, really take your pick here, but for Lovey Smith's thing, it's probably going to look like the same defense. They're probably going to run more of a four, three scheme. It's probably going to be one of the D linemen. We've seen in mock drafts where the Jags take an O lineman first, that it's one of the edge guys like Fib or Hutchinson. Personally, for the division that they're in with Derrick Henry and James Robinson and ETN and Jonathan Taylor, I think that it has to be a run-stuffing D lineman like Jordan Davis. Now, obviously, you don't take him at pick three. Maybe you take a Hutchinson if he's there. But if not, I think maybe you trade back and try to get what you can for the pick and take a guy like Jordan Davis to stop the run and I'll kick it over for the fourth pick. The fourth pick this year is another team that's used to picking high and that is the New York Jets. They have the sixth most cap space in the league with 40, 45 million rounding up. Their key free agents are Jameson Crowder, Marcus May, Laurent Duvernay Tardif, and Morgan Moses, who is their starting right side of the line. Their draft picks, they have an extra first with the Jamal Adams trade, an extra second and fourth with the Sam Darnold trade. What a steal that was. An extra fifth from the Avery Williamson trade, and they do not have a sixth or a seventh. Breaking down the positions, quarterback is obviously a positive. Zach Wilson started rough, but really picked it up towards the end. Now, that being said, you definitely probably want another veteran backup in there to help him along, but definitely not someone I would ever threaten, obviously. Their defensive line is pretty strong, especially following Quinnen Williams. For neutral positions, we have wide receiver. They have Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. They could definitely use to have, you know, with Jameson Crowder leaving, they could add a third body for sure, maybe even four. Their offensive line, their starters are decent, but with losing their right guard and right tackle, as well as the backups, they really need to add pieces. So depth is an issue. Their starting linebackers are pretty good. And their defensive backs, safety specifically is good. Corners could use some work, but overall it's a neutral position. Needs to be addressed. Uh, their running backs, besides Michael Carter, have nothing special. And even then, Carter played okay. He could have definitely played better. But he also could use a running mate. And uh, tight end is just almost non-existent on their roster. As far as what we think they'll do, the best free agent fits we have are a running back, either you know a power back or more power than speed, a la Leonard Fournette or Nolan Gordon. And we think they take a chance on a tight end, not one of the top two tight ends, but, you know, again, one of those first-round busts, our money is on O.J. Howard, but you could pick whichever one from the, from the very large free agent group of a lot of former first-round picks. As far as the draft fits, we have one of the tackles, especially, again, with them losing their middle of the group right tackle and right guard. So you need to beef up the line to protect Zach Wilson, who just got murdered this year. And the corners, whichever one, we don't necessarily prefer Stingley over Sauce or Sauce over Stingley. It's really about what you're looking for. 